We danced the Hora, a traditional Jewish wedding ritual, which ended with me being elevated on a chair and my husband being thrown precariously up in the air on a large white tablecloth. Another moment of trust. Guests whirled around us, clapped and made oi, oi, oi noises. Meanwhile, outside the barn, the biggest global financial crisis in history was building up ahead of steam. It was, of course, the beginning of the nerve-shattering period when many businesses fell off a cliff and the world's financial system came closer to collapse than at any time since the Great Depression. As we now know, the economic repercussions of the meltdown would engulf the world for many years to come. But my wedding day, rich with tradition, also marked the downfall of something more profound public trust in institutions. Who was to blame for the crisis? What were the main causes? These questions were at the heart of the Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission, created to investigate the banking collapse, and the answer was damning. The crisis was the result of human action and inaction, not of Mother Nature or computer models gone haywire, the 525-page report found. To paraphrase Shakespeare, the fault lies not in the stars, but in us. In other words, the meltdown was an avoidable human disaster. The Federal Inquiry hammered the embarrassing failures of regulators, whom the report described as sentries not at their posts. The finger was pointed squarely at the Federal Reserve for its failure to question widespread egregious mortgage lending over-reliance on short-term debt, and the excessive packaging and reselling of loans, along with many other red flags. According to the report, however, the main culprit was not the toxic financial instruments, but the human failings that drove them. Reckless risk-taking, greed, incompetence, stupidity, and a systemic breakdown in accountability and ethics. It wasn't the first nail in the coffin of institutional trust, and it probably won't be the last, but the financial crisis struck deep. A loss of trust amounts to a lack of faith and confidence in the system itself. What should we believe in if the system has failed us? Who or what can be relied upon? We begin to fear what else can go wrong what other shortcomings we don't yet know about might lurk in the system. Fear, suspicion and disenchantment are deadly viruses that spread fast. The initial epicentre of the trust explosion was, understandably, with the banks, but it hasn't stopped there. Since the crisis, other scandals, other revelations, have seen the ripples of distrust touch government, the media, charities, big business and even religious organisations. Like the plot of some overblown soap opera or Jacobean tragedy, the episodes of unethical behaviour have come thick and fast, from the lurid, even criminal, to the just plain stupid, and sadly routine. Each has chipped away at public confidence. The British MP's expenses scandal. The false intelligence about weapons of mass destruction. Tesco's horsemeat outrage, price gouging by Big Pharma, the BP Deepwater Horizon oil spill, 
the dishonours of FIFA's bribery, Volkswagen's dieselgate, major data breaches from companies such as Sony, Yahoo and Target, the Panama Papers and widespread tax avoidance, the exchange rate manipulation by the world's largest banks, Brazil's Petrobras oil scandal, the lack of an effective response to the refugee crises, and last but not least, shocking revelations of widespread abuse by Catholic priests, other clergy and other care institutions. No wonder a thousand headlines lament that nobody trusts authority anymore. Corruption, elitism, economic disparity and the feeble responses to all of the above have pummeled traditional trust in the old institutions as fiercely as a brutal wind lashing ancient oaks. Significantly, this crisis is taking place in a landscape of rapidly shifting and evolving technologies.